Hello and welcome to episode 590 of Under the Cull of MS. This is a previews episode, but we're going to start talking about some graphic novels from the past first. And then we will get to the previews of goodies that are new coming out in the near future. Right after this part, starting out with Blankets, written by art by Craig Thompson, published by Top Shelf Productions. First loves are sometimes wonderful, often confusing, and usually awkward affairs. Somehow, Craig Thompson managed to encapsulate all of these feelings with a tender touch. Despite the isolation, bullying, and brutality, fundamentalist Christian upbringing we see young Craig and Deer, his story still ends up being sweet, wistful, and truthful. Growing up, Craig Thompson saw himself as flawed and sinful. Every impending conversation or event was a moment of terror spent wondering what he'd done wrong, what sin he'd committed to warrant what he was sure would be a punishment. Compounding this are his issues with a dictatorial father who punished Thompson and his brother by locking them in a dusty spider-filled closet for the slightest misbehavior. Thompson always blamed himself for the punishments his brother received and blamed himself even more deeply for an incident wherein a high schooler molested the two of them as children. Thompson felt like a coward for not stopping it when he and his brother were nothing more than victims. But this feeling of cowardice, like most of Thompson's fears and anxieties, he kept to himself. They get childhood vulnerability and stories like this are definitely for a certain audience. But yeah, if you can relate to that, that would be a story for you. Or even if you can't relate to it, it just sounds like a story that many should delve into to see what kind of nightmares are out out there in the world today and in the past. (laughs) We got Drama, written by art by Reina Telgamir, published by Graphics. The aptly named drama is full of drama, both of the theatrical kind and the oh-my-God drama the OMG drama variety. Callie, a theater-obsessed 7th grader, finally gets the chance to live her passion by joining the stage crew of her middle school's drama club, and she pounces on the opportunity. She's determined to make her first play the most unforgettable production the school has ever seen by building a real cannon that shoots confetti. However, she quickly discovers it's not such an easy task. Thanks to the constant stream of real-life distractions like friends, boys, and school dances, unlike most depictions of um, thespian antics, drama takes the spotlight off of the actors and puts it on the stage crew, whose jobs are crucial yet often overlooked and Raina Telgmir's bright illustrations give energy to moments of seemingly banal busywork. Telgmir received a surprising amount of criticism for depicting homosexuality in a middle school book. Laudably, she covers the topic with a sensitive casual ease that most readers won't think twice about, and those who do may want to take a good hard look at their reasons why. Another book about situations of life that may help or educate people. Then we got This One Summer, written by Mariko Tamaki, art by Jillian Tamaki, published by First Second. Growing up, summer days are the most precious of all cascading into each other in a seemingly endless endless torrent of time. 
giving kids the precious freedom to explore and discover. In this one summer, Tween Rose contends with her burgeoning transition to teenage adulthood while lingering in childhood glee. Rose and her slightly younger summertime BFF, Wendy, her parents are hippies, <laughs> vacation together every summer at Awago Beach. Normally, Wendy and Rose are inseparable, showing each other the kind of honesty no one else is qualified to receive. This summer, the age gap is starting to show, and while Wendy is still the same old Wendy, slightly older Rose has an entire brain's worth of new thoughts to think about. What's up with that boy down at the corner store? Why are her parents fighting so much? Why do teenagers like those R-rated horror movies so much? Serious, seriously, what's up with that boy at the store? Yeah. Martine Angst issues. Uh, that's for you. These books are perfect. But that's it for now. We'll get back with some things coming out in the near future that you can check out. From your comic shop or wherever you buy your comics online or wherever. And we'll be right back after this. Where did we leave off? I think, well, there's a San Diego Comic Con. 2023 Mini Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Michelangelo V2PX PVC figure. From Iron Studios, pretty cool one, of Mikey standing atop a rooftop somewhere, spinning his nunchuck. Well, the other one's tucked and ready to snap. There's a Sensational She-Hulk, Volume 2, Number 1, by Marvel Comics. Volume 1 was enjoyable. I still have yet. To finish the last issues. I'm gonna have to get those eventually, but very good run to start with. The sensational She-Hulk is back. Jen Walters is dusting off her adjective and kicking off a new era. The best hero slash lawyer in the Marvel universe is going to remind you why she's so sensational, going up against her deadliest challenge yet. Plus, Marvel Studios' She-Hulk series writer Jessica Gao makes her Marvel makes hers Marvel in a short story with the Jade Giant. Yeah, I'd like to jump on the second volume, but I gotta finish the first volume first. All right, we got Shelter for Lost Dreams. By Dark Horse Comics. In a house of wonder, two children will learn lessons, life lessons through stories spanning across time. During his first day with his uncle, a boy discovers the magical world that is his uncle's house. Surrounded by eclectic antiques, a vast library of books, strange objects, and whimsical animals, he is overcome with curiosity. Here, he meets a girl who shares his sense of wonder. With his uncle's wisdom and an enchanted gift, the children will learn important life lessons through the diverse experiences of people throughout time, from common hikers encountering an unusual creature to a general making the final decision to end a war and many more. That was from Dark Horse. Looked more like a different independent company. Alright, we got Slow Burn number one by Boom Studios. Fleeing a botched robbery in New York City. A lot of things coming just out of New York City this month. A junkie, her dying partner, 
and a dementia-ridden old man pull into a coal mining ghost town in central Pennsylvania, obscured by the caustic mist spewed forth by the coal steam fire from the 1960s still burning, Tear is the perfect place to lay low, score a fix, and take a hostage, or is it? Acclaimed crime writer Ali Masters and artist Pierluigi Minotti transport readers into a bleak, violent world perfect for fans of Gideon Falls and Stray Bullets. Smash, number one of three, by Rebellion Comics. In Victorian London, when Janice Starks traps a demon in a stone idol, he creates a prize too alluring for crim- criminal masterminds to resist. And 60 years later, the King of Crooks organizes his crime syndicate to heist the statuette. However, the Steel Claw and Jane Bond are assigned to halt the theft but they encounter a mysterious stranger who throws both sides' plans into disarray. A fast-paced action-adventure miniseries written by Paul Grist, art by Tom Foster, and Anna Morozova, featuring a host of classic British comic book characters, brought back to life in this three-part miniseries. Something Crawled Out, number one, by Vault Comics. Something Wicked Crawled Out Screaming. Edith Eddie Miller has no grand plans or great prospects. She spends her days sleeping in and her nights working shifts at, at a gas station. But when her younger sister fails to come home, Edie unearths a web of missing girls and rotting bodies. The police prove useless, so Eddie teams up with her best friend, Rainier, in a desperate hunt to find her sister. The only thing is, Eddie believes her best friend might be the devil himself. Got a Sonic the Hedgehog Halloween special, number one one shot by IDW Publishing. Sonic's been putting on... Quite a bit of new things over the past year. I think there's another movie coming up here pretty soon, too. Trick or Treat. It's Charmy B. It's a very chaotic Halloween. As Vector and SBO take their little buddy out in search of sweet rewards. Little do they know, there's a monster stealing candy from all the kids. Fortunately, there's no mystery. There's no mystery the chaotic detective agency can't solve, especially when they've got a little help from Sonic and Tails. Sure, that'd be a fun one. I'm really happy about this one. We got Space Usagi. Yokai Hunter number one one shot by Dark Horse Comics. Fans of legendary swordsman and wanderer Usagi Yojimba, Yojimbo have enjoyed countless tales told of his exciting adventures. Tales told over hundreds, perhaps thousands of years. Someone in the far future enjoys another classic adventure featuring the rabbit Ronin. And Stan Sakai's Space Usagi universe returns with a unique new story. And listened to him uh, the other day on the Comic Couples Counseling Podcast. He uh, mentioned that Space Usagi is starting up a whole new run. So we got all kinds of Usagi goodness coming out over the next year or so. I will be jumping on it all. Spider-Boy, number one, by Marvel Comics. Secrets of Spider-Boy Revealed. 
spinning out of the pages of Dan Slott and Mark Bagley's monumental Spider-Man run. Here comes the spectacular Spider-Boy. After the events of the end of the Spider-Verse, Spider-Boy's secret history as Spider-Man's sidekick was nearly forgotten forever. But now those mysteries will be revealed while they embark on exciting new adventures together. All kinds of spiders popping out of the woodwork. Got Spine Tingling Spider-Man number one by Marvel Comics. Terror continues for the Web Slinger. After a fight with Spider-Side, Spider-Man gets taken on the most terrifying ride of his life. If you think you've already read the scariest Spider-Man story ever, you may stand correct. You may stand corrected after this one. <laughs> they got Stabity Bunny Emmett story number one. They have a Scout Legacy edition. If you never got your hands in that story, it's a good one. Don't miss out. I did a review on it a while back. We got Star Trek Day of Blood, Director's Cut Number One by IDW Publishing. Revisit the first chapter in Kalis Day of Blood and join the crew of icons led by the emissary known as Benjamin Sisko. Star Trek. And the renegades who follow a desperate and violent war. Star Trek Defiant. In the fight for the Saki sake of the galaxy. <laughs> Day of Blood number one. Director's Cut pairs the original issue with a behind the scenes look at progress work from Jackson Lansing, Colin Kelly, Christopher Cantwell, and Ramon Rosanas. Yeah, Star Wars High Republic Shadows of Starlight, number one, by Marvel Comics. Who lived, who died? Answers to the greatest catastrophe of the golden age of the dead Jedi. Little has been revealed about the year following the fall of Starlight Beacon and the ultimate triumph of the Nil. Until now, the Jedi Council, re reeling from its losses, has recalled its Jedi Knights from across the galaxy and instituted the emergency measures. Master Yoda has a plan to save the Order and the galaxy, but he must touch the dark side to achieve it, and the consequences will be grave indeed. Come to the dark side, Luke. <sighs> yeah, get a drink of water here. Major dry mouth today. It's 90 degrees out in Wisconsin. It's just wrong. Strange Academy, Amazing Spider-Man, number one, one shot. The brilliant new, new villain, The Equation, has taken down Miles Morales, Moon Knight, and half the students of Strange Academy. Can the Amazing Spider-Man be of help? Probably not. Stranger Things, The Voyage, number one, by Dark Horse Comics, another franchise that's been putting out a lot of, a lot of stuff out the last year that I've seen was fun. Captain Jacoby is too broke to reject a shady deal from a group of Russians looking to get from Alaska back home on his freighter ship, the Persephone. But things get turned upside down when a crew member gets butchered. Suspects something far sus, suspects something far stranger at play. Michael Morrissey, Todor Ristov, and team return for another rampage in the world of Stranger Things. tongue twister there. Yeah, Street Fighter Omega 1, or Omega Number 1, One Shot by Udon Entertainment. 
Celebrating 20 years of Udon Street Fighter comics, Street Fighter Omega brings together two dozen artists to tell an epic Street Fighter story through a gallery of all-new cover illustrations. See seasoned world warriors and fresh challengers alike cross fist in this special anniversary one-shot. And they're talking about remaking the Street Fighter movie. Doing all well, doing the new Street Fighter movie. It's like I still love the Jean Claude Van Damme one. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to another one coming out. I like the Street Fighter franchise. Super Scouts number one of two by Kex Publishing. Thirty years after they were the stars of the hit Super Sentia show Super Scouts, the washed-up actors discover their show has, was based on a real intergalactic war. Now, to save the galaxy, they must become the heroes they once pretended to be. From Ryan Little, the co-creator of the Disney Plus series I Am Groot, and What If, Season 2, comes an exciting new superhero team ready to save the galaxy from whatever might be headed its way. Supergirl special number one. One shot by DC Comics. Girl interrupted. After joining the Superman family in their heroic efforts in Metropolis... Kara thought she could. She found. She had found her place in the world, but there's only room in town for one Supergirl, and Power Girl's sudden reappearance has made her redundant. Her identity and role are both in question as she looks for answers. Will they lead her out of the city or out of this world? Find out as critically acclaimed writer Mariko Tamaki. Returns to the Maid of Might with the help of Skylar Pat- Patridge, 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 Patridge. I know I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> Words just, they're all twisted up today in my wonderful little MS brain. Alright, we got Superior Spider-Man Returns, number one one-shot. Wow, a lot of fresh Spider-Mans this month. Spider-Man fans are going to be happy. By Marvel Comics, of course. Superior Spider-Man Web Slings Again. A spider team that redefined the amazing Spider-Man returns to celebrate the 10-year anniversary of the most monumental and shocking Spidey, Spidey story in a generation. Dan Slott, Ryan Stegman, Mark Bagley, Giuseppe Comancoli, Huberto Ramos. Oh, nice package of creators. Peter Parker, Doc Ock, together again for a Spider-Man story superior to all others. Hmm. Interesting. I have to get some spidey stuff. Oh, I got a su- Superior Spider-Man Volume Three, Number Zero, by Marvel Comics. Oh, I gotta look for more information on that one next month. It sounds like. Then we got Tales from the Grave, Number One by Scout Comics. Graveyards populated by rotting undead. Castles haunted by ghosts? Swamps that hide unspeakable monsters? You will find this and much more inside Tales from the Grave, the new horror anthology written and drawn by Marco Fontanelli, creator of Pentagram of Horrors. TFTG is indebted to classic EC comics and movies such as Creepshow and Body Bags. The 13 stories that make up this mini-series are wordless and imbued with a rather dark series of humor that is sure to bring a smile to your face. 
but be careful. Horror can hide among even the most innocent things, waiting for its chance to grab you and plunge you into darkness. I will have to get that one. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has a best of Bebop and Rap Steady, number one, one shot. Yeah, it's been a while since I picked up a best of comic. I might have to get that one. Yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Saturday Morning Adventures Halloween Special number one, one shot by IDW Publishing. As Halloween approaches, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles must face their fears when a powerful and mysterious being challenges them to prove their mettle in a nightmarish test of bravery. Meanwhile, Shredder has an otherworldly encounter of his own when he summons an ancient spirit to gain a greater understanding of the powerful weapon he seeks to reforge, only to discover that some forces are beyond even his control. Don't miss this double-sized spooky special Saturday of Saturday Morning Adventures. That'd be a fun one. Got the Accursed number one of four by Blood Moon Comics. Olivia Starkings searches for the Hedgewig that cursed her while maintaining the Balance between humanity and the supernatural. That's all you're giving us? That's pretty weird. They don't want to sell their comic. And your word stuff weirdly. Got The Cauldron, A Haunting of You by Band of Beards. Zah isn't your typical witch. She's clumsy, inexperienced, and maybe not quite out, cut out for the job. But in a long lineage of witches and warlocks, she has little choice but to excel at her craft or die trying. Watch and grimace as a young witch endears the distractions of ghosts, vampires, giant spiders, and more within the confines of a haunted castle, all while attempting to summon a demon lord from the fiery pits of hell. Dun, dun, dun. We got the Exiled Forgotten Wars number one one shot from Behemoth Entertainment LLC Massive. Uh, let's see here. This standalone story from the world of the Exiled takes us to the era of the Pharaohs when the first alien dropship arrived on Earth. Witness the origin story of the ancient conflict between humans and criminal aliens through the eyes of Calix. The killer de de detective Roach is hunting 5,000 years in the future. All is not well among the alien outcast. Some were exiled for their religious convictions and others for their crimes. This struggle erupts into a civil war among the aliens, with Egypt caught in the middle of a war forgotten by time. Interesting. There's a little new style story. Something different. The Gun Hand, number one, by Brilliant Enterprise, LLC. I gotta look at this. Pretty interesting cover, kind of got like some crow people going on, some Egyptian stuff, some werewolves, some, some animals, <laughs> witchcraft, all kinds of, uh, I like that cover. Picking up roughly 100 years after Mary Shelley's legendary novel of Science Gone Awry, the immortal monster created by Victor Frankenstein finds himself transported from the icy waters of the North to New York circa 1888, 
Awakening in the hold of a steamship, the monster is attacked and loses his right arm at the elbow to a crewman at crewman's axe. The monster flees into the sprawling city where chance and dark magics will ultimately give the monster the upper hand. A magical arm that will fight him at every turn and drag him across America on a wild and weird journey filled with action, drama, humor, and horror. And 3,000 miles away in the Golden State, the arms masters call its owner home, unaware of the change in ownership that has occurred. The Gun Hand is the first original comic series created by previews editor Marty Grosser, Grosser, masterfully illustrated by Matthew Plog, Artist of brilliant enterprises, Kent Menace. Yeah, I, I followed Plug for a long time. Beautiful artwork. Yeah, I no wonder the cover. That's why it just kind of pops out. I, yeah, I. Yeah, I will be getting on that. That is cool. That's a fun Frankenstein. New Frankenstein concept again. I love it. All right, The Man from Maybe, number one, by Oni Press. In the dry and dead future that's coming soon, all life belongs to Oppenheimer, obsessed billionaire, Harvard Denny and his corporate scavengers from Smile Incorporated who pillaged the wastelands in search of atomic contraband. As the race to acquire the... Crash spacecraft's cargo begins. Our fate will be decided by a masked bandit and the cold iron of his laser rifle. He knows no name, no home, no surrender, only the whispered hush of those in need who dare call him the man from maybe. Give yourself over to an upside-down world where all mutants eat lead and all dinosaurs speak truth in the double-sized 48-page debut of the postmodern post-apocalyptic epic of western-infused action from rising star Jordan Thomas and psychedelic warlord Shaky Kane as the man from maybe sets his sights on the crate of death. <laughs> Very interesting sounding, but I will wait for a trade in the future. Uh, where are we at here? Yeah, we can get a couple more yet. The Prism Number One by Ablaze Media. Big 40 page first issue from same 32 page price. Noise pollution is crushing life on Earth. The largest mega corporation on the planet finances a crazy project called the Prism, purifying record interplanetary space mission. To combat the phenomenon, sending a musical supergroup into space to record an album that will produce sounds able to push back the threat known as SOTW, Smoke on the Water, and Save the Planet, where rock and roll excess and the survival of all life on Earth collide, there is the prism. Creator Matteo DeLongas takes a fire out premise and builds a visually stunning and convincing new world that will have the mesmerize, have you mesmerized telling the story about man's greatest fear in space feet in space so far the prism is destined to become your favorite new series featuring your favorite new band damn it yeah that sounds interesting too <laughs> yeah i thought i was gonna have a late month all right, we got The Rescuer, number one of three by 10 Ton Press. The rescue, Rescuer is a superhero who struggles with love, PTSD, depression, and anxiety. But with a noble heart and determination to destroy evil and try, and try to save others from horrific fates, Although he is invincible to actual death, 
physical injuries leaves him scarred and psychological incidents leave him traumatized. The death of his lover from a drug overdose might haunt him for the rest of his life. Explore the inside story of Roy the Rescuer. Living forever might not be a good fate. No, it may not. The Seance Room, Sestfiend. Sestfiend by SourcePoint Press. An old man finds himself in a in the seance room, watching a movie of his life. Would you fare so lucky if it was you in the seance room? Alex Cormack guests as artist and brings new emotion to this tale of humanity. No, is that like it's number one on the cover, but it doesn't say number one. Considering a one shot, I'm not sure. But we'll get back with more goodies soon. All right, let's get the rest of these comics that are coming out in the next few months out of the way. Starting off with the Tesla in- Incident, The Huntsman, number one of two, by Fair Square Comics, LLC. Part of the upcoming The Tesla Incident Saga. In the vast wil- wilderness of one of North America's largest parks, a group of adventurous young backpackers embarks on a journey in search of excitement and unforgettable memories. Little do they know, their path leads them into an eerie forest, teeming with peculiar creatures and unsettling sights. As their escapade takes a dark turn, they find themselves trapped in a harrowing nightmare, stalked by a relentless predator known as the Huntsman. Is this monstrous entity merely a legendary apex predator, akin to the enigmatic Bigfoot? Or does it conceal a deeper, more sinister secret that poses a threat to the very fabric of humanity's existence? (laughs) Getting to see some new creature lore, possibly. It is only two issues, so it wouldn't be that bad. Ooh, the price tag's up there, though. Wow. Hmm. I gotta see how big those are. There was Another Life, number one of four, by SourcePoint Press. Sterling Harcourt Harcourt was a scientist who wanted to save the planet. Instead, his lab was destroyed, his body was altered, and the world as he knew it was changed forever. That was 200 years ago. Somehow, Sterling survived. Now he's immortal. Armed with only his guilt, Sterling is forced to face the mistakes of his past in this story about the ghosts that haunt us, the pursuit of redemption, and the choices we make in the name of doing what's right. Yeah, 13 Origins, number one, by Scout Comics. See Chispa. The 13 Origins is a series of one-shot origin stories from the members of the 13, a group of Mexicans and Mexican-Americans who discover they are chispas, able to wield impossible powers. On his 18th birthday, martial martial arts champ Bruno Vega discovers that, like his great-grandfather before him, He can fly and detect corruption in human souls. He adopts the moniker of Zopalut, Vulture, and fights in Mexico City to protect the innocent and the weak from being harmed by both criminals and the authorities. Perseverance is rooted in hope, is his guiding philosophy, and it gets the attention of the mysterious father Tonal. 
who recruits Bruno to attend a very special college where he and other chispas can hone their abilities. Alright, we got a Tin Titans Chucky PX lunchbox with a beverage container. So if you're a fan of Chucky, that's perfect for you. And then they also have a Tin Titans Wednesday Nevermore Academy PX lunchbox with beverage container. So at least they're starting to come out with the thermoses included. I always thought the thermoses were a big part. Of the lunch boxes. That's why I was kind of bummed that the first couple rounds of tins that came out, like my Tremors and my Monsters one, didn't have the thermos. Because honestly, if you're a metal lunchbox collector, one of the hard things and big things everybody's looking for is to have it complete with the thermos. So the thermos itself can be worth more than the lunch box. And sometimes you lose the lid or the cap or you bust that plastic lid. It's just nice to have them in mint condition if you got them. You got Transformers Volume 5, number one by Image Comics. An all new Transformers era starts here. You got Daniel Warren Johnson. And Energon Universe showrunner Robert Kirkman. Oh, this is a nice team up of creators. Reimagines Hasbro's robots in disguise for a brand new generation. Optimus Prime was supposed to have led the Autobots to victory. Instead, the fate of Cybertron is unknown and his allies have crash landed far from home alongside their enemies, the Decepticons. As these titanic forces renew their way on Earth, one thing is immediately clear. The planet will never be the same. New alliances are struck, battle lines are drawn, and humanity's only hope for survival is Optimus Prime. Discover the Transformers like you've never seen them before. Yeah, with this creative team, I actually might get back into the Transformers. I really want to see where they're going to go with this. I'm just not, not a huge Transformers fan at the moment. I was never big on them when I was a kid. They're alright, but I kind of like the animal Transformers better. The Transformers I did have were like the Pistol. And the boombox, <laughs> the oddball ones I was more into. I did have the jet. But yeah. Ultimate Universe number one, one shot by Marvel Comics. The spoils of victory. After the world shaking conclusion of Ultimate Invasion, a new team of heroes bands together to save the future. From mastermind Jonathan Hickman and superstar artist Stefano Caselli. Don't miss out on this funda foundational issue for the new line of Ultimate Comics. We got Undead Evil, number one of four, by Asylum Press. In the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina, a century... Centuries-old family curse is reignited by an undead voodoo priest. When paranormal researcher Alfred Carter is summoned by the ghost of his ancestor, he must travel to the Big Easy to cleanse his bloodline. The cat had to climb up on me. He's trying to eat my cable. What he finds are untold family secrets and a Descent into Madness. New Orleans sets the stage for this horror series where voodoo zombies do battle with Lovecraftian terrors. This disturbing tale can be described as H.P. Lovecraft meets Angel Heart. I'm not a Lovecraft fan, and I'm not a voodoo fan, but I love zombies. But yeah, this ain't going to get my attention because of those two aspects of it. All right. Universal Monsters Dracula number one by Image Comics. 
miniseries premiere. The biggest names in comics resurrect the most iconic monsters. The Department of Truth creators James Tinian IV and Martin Simmons re-team for an extra-length miniseries about the monster who started it all. When Dr. John Seward admits a strange new patient into his asylum, the madman tells stories of a demon who has taken residence next door. But as Dr. Seward attempts to apply logic to the impossible, his surrogate daughter Lucy begins to fall under the spell of the twisted Count Dracula. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that little restart because it'll be a new addition to the Wife's Dracula collection and it's being done by two great creators. So I am looking forward to seeing where that goes. kind of hard to use the mouse when the cat's laying on top of everything. And that's really awesome because that Universal Monsters Dracula has a blank cover. Which I might have to get like five of those. And just do up a bunch of really cool Draculas for the wife. Let's see, I can think of... One, two, yeah, it's going to be hard. I want like 10 of those covers. <laughs> I could just make her a wall of different Dracula artwork that I did. That'd be cool as shit for a future present for her. So yeah, I might have to do that. <laughs> oh, I got uns. Nope, nope, that's an ongoing. Don't need to look at that one. I got a new Vampirella. Vampirella Dead Flowers, number one, by Dynamite Entertainment. When her age-old nemesis finally gives up the ghost, Vampirella is lured to his rural gothic estate of Rookhaven to hear the reading of his last will and testament. There she meets the manor staff, the prurient assistant, the wild-eyed groundskeeper and his pensive young daughter, and the sinister and enigmatic Mr. Frey. Expecting a trap, Vampirella and her young companion are not disappointed, but they also get more than they bargained for in this thrilling adventure. By Sarah Frazetta and Bob Freeman, and illustrated by Alberto Locatelli, this brand new miniseries steeped in gothic horror, complete with a sinister mansion, a mist-enshrouded graveyard, and a bevy of witches, ghosts, werewolves, and ancient satanic magics, and all of it is enclosed in an amazing assortment of covers, of course. <laughs> oh, I wish they'd say how many issues this is going to be. It sounds like a fun one. And I, I'm not doing a Vampirella one at the moment. And they got a blank cover, so I can pick up that to do some Vampirella artwork. Get like three of them. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I got the originals of some of these. But they have a Vampirella magazine number one limited facsimile edition cover. Comic book superstar Vampirella made her debut in 1969 as a humble horror comic hostess. And in the five decades since she has evolved into one of the medium's best known and most beloved characters. To honor her illustrations career in the launch of her latest series, Dynamite is taking a special look back to where this blood-sucking babe got her start with a gorgeous new facsimile edition of Vampirella Magazine number 1. The magazine-sized 64-page celebration of the daughter of Draculon's first appearance in print is reproduced using original printer's film with every page, including the advertisements, exactly as it appeared a half a century ago. 
At the time of its creation, Warren's sharp-eyed editors assembled the best talents from across the world to write and draw timeless stories, and this first issue features a diverse range of masters, including Neil Adams, Reed Crandall, Tom Sutton, Ernie Collin, Tony Tallarici, and longtime Jack Kirby anchor Mike Royer. The cover for this issue was an instant classic painted by the unequaled master of fantasy art, Frank Frazetta, to celebrate the launch of his granddaughter Sarah Frazetta's new series starring the character he helped make an icon. This special facsimile edition comes adorned with a beautiful new piece of art created as direct homage to Frazetta's original composition. Its unique mosaic artwork by artist Matt DeMasi has never appeared in print before and it is enhanced on this special edition with special foil accents. No true fan will want to miss this piece of vampy history. I, I gotta get it just to go with my collection of editions, but yeah, they got some interesting foil editions, but yeah, they want a lot of money for them too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll probably get the regular cover and check that out. Well, yeah, the facsimile edition cover. Yeah. I'll have to take that into consideration. They got a Victor Crowley's Hatchet Halloween Tales re reader pack. If you missed out on that series, I love the Hatchet run, but I got to check and make sure I have them all. I might be missing one. Cause there was a little mix-up in my ordering when one shop closed and then there were some cancellations. And then re reissued later on, and I missed on them. But they do have Victor Crowley's Hatchet Halloween Tales 5, number one, by American Mythology. I will always get the new ones as long as I catch them. The Midnight Hour is close at hand. Everyone's favorite slasher is back with brand new terrifying bloody tales of Halloween to enjoy this holiday season. This year's issue is the biggest yet. Three new frightening tales narrated by the dismembered victims of Victor Crowley. Join us for an issue packed with comics, extras, and Halloween horror from start to finish. This is more gore for your buck than any other comic book. Spend Halloween in Honey Island Swamp this year and watch out for Victor Crowley. I will definitely be getting that. They have a vinyl gold Joan Jett 5-inch vinyl figure. I'd like to get that. I love Joan Jett. Seen her many, many, many times. Especially in our local uh, town fair. County fair. Uh, vinyl soda Ben 10 Alien X with CH vinyl figure. I'm not a Ben 10 person, but these Funko soda can things, I want to pick one up just to see what the figures look like. I wish they'd show an example of the figures with the cans, but yeah, I hate opening up the can and <laughs> you lose that too. Alright, we got a Walking Dead Deluxe Newsprint Edition, One Shot by Image Comics. Celebrate The Walking Dead's 20th anniversary with this special edition. Reread the very first issue of The Walking Dead Deluxe with this limited newsprint edition. It's printed in beautiful full color on newsprint, so you can visit the historic comic like never before. It's one comic that they will milk the shit out of and get a lot of reprints out of. Wesley Dodds, The Sandman, number one by DC Comics. The Golden Age Sandman returns in a new noir mystery. 
No one escapes the Sandman's dark dreams, not even Wesley Dodds himself. After years of testing and experimentation, Wesley perfected his sleep gas as the optimal weapon to fight crime without causing undue harm. But when his journal detailing all his failed and far more deadly formulas is stolen, the Sandman must hunt down the thief and the people in the shadows, pulling strings before the contents of the journal are released. I'm sure that would be an interesting run. I'm not in the mood to jump on any long run right now, unless it's something that really grabs me. We got a White Widow number one by Marvel Comics. Yelena Belova returns. Super spy, rogue agent, shadow of the Black Widow. Yelena Belova has been many things, but striking out as a hero in her own right is new to her. Now that she's finally free to choose her own path, who will she become? Got Sarah Galley and Alessandro Miracalo for a groundbreaking new chapter in the life of one of Marvel's most enigmatic anti-heroes. I like saying her name, Yelena Balova. <laughs> Not a big fan of Black Widow, but I might have to check out the White Widow. Just seems so much. Like G.I. Joeish to me. How they're doing these characters in that world. We got World's, World of Archie Jumbo Comics Digest from Archie Comics with two brand new stories. Ginger Snap visits Pop's Chocolate Shop on the eve of Halloween to help Betty and Veronica with costume ideas as different. Riverdale folks stop by. They remember a particular Halloween-related incident around Pop's food item. Then, when Penny's boxing instructor, Pug, is charged with a gym owner's disappearance, she teams up with Veronica and Archie to prove him innocent. Will the three be victorious or wind up down for the count themselves? And we got World War Three Raid on Raid on Tokyo, Volume Two, Number One of Five. More hard-hitting alternate history action from combat manga master Motofumi Kobayashi. The abrogation of the U.S. Japan security treaty has resulted in a multi-pronged. Incursion by Soviet forces. Under the pretense of a peace treaty, the invaders are attempting to take total control of the island nation, the JSDF, isolated from their government, has begun extrajudicial actions to survive. Will they be able to defend their country? <coughs> Excuse me, that's from Antarctic Press. And we got Wrong Earth, We Could Be Heroes, number one of two by Ahoy Comics. Ahoy's first hit series returns with a two-issue anniversary celebration from creators Tom Payer and Jamal Eagle. Or Eagle. With Dragonfly Man, Dragonfly, and the rest of the mass crime fighters trapped elsewhere in the multiverse. Earth Alpha's police, government, and banks are taken over by dastardly villains. New heroes emerge, but can they prevail? Also featuring a new chapter of the Ahoy's 5th Anniversary Prose Serial by Mark Russell. I'm curious about these bug-eyed characters. <laughs> but then they have all these anamorphan Giraffe man, a hamster man, a panda man. Yeah, that kind of pulls me away. I would have been happy seeing the other characters, though, seeing what was up with them. All right, the last thing we got is a Xenoscope Entertainment Pop Culture Fun Box. It's got 125 retail. 
Dive into this mystery pop culture fun box with rare and super rare items galore. Includes one random board game or candy box one or candy box one one random movie club showcase, one random cosplay collectible cover LE375 or less, one board game or candy collect collectible cover LE375 or less, one random fairy tale character, button one pack of serial cosplay trading cards, limit of four boxes per store, Box design and image varies and contents are random. Not all items pictured are guaranteed due to randomly inserted merchandise. And there's nothing pictured, so I couldn't even tell you what they're talking about that way. But yeah, I'd like to see one of these, but I ain't forking out a hundred some dollars for something like that. But that's it for this month and we'll get back with more goodies next month talk to you later keep checking out under the cowl of my mess and rate review tell a friend check out crimson cowl comic club also and under the cowl ab conversation and any other of our offshoots and we'll talk to you again soon bye